Welcome to Outdoor Living with the Pros. I'm your host, Kevin Moore, and we are here on location in Lisbon, Maryland, uh, with my friends from Country Springs Wholesale Nursery. Uh, they also have a location in Leesburg, Virginia, uh, but I traveled all the way over here on this snowy day on February 1st to talk with my friends Rob Conaway, uh, who is the general manager, Garth Castle, director of purchasing, and Julia Kaiser, the administrative director, about plants, plant material, value, quality, and what's the difference? So that's going to be my first question, and I'm going to field that to Rob and let him give a little bit of an introduction about Country Springs and what they do. Rob, how you doing? Good. Thank you for having us today, Kevin. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, I think the most important thing that, that we can do as a wholesale nursery is provide a great value. Um, and, you know, all the aspects of that are quality, the variety, the availability of the material, and the services that we offer. Very proud of my team. And we have a broad spectrum from horticulturalists to trained nurserymen to uh, people that have been on the landscape side of the business and hardscape side of the business um, some people up to almost 40 years. So it adds up to a ton of experience and it makes us very good at our job and uh, helping contractors and at the end of the day, uh, helping the homeowners that they're servicing. And, and, I, and I think it's important for me to say, I'm here at Country Springs for a reason. I could have gone to any of the wholesale nurseries and there are quite a few in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia market. Um, I'm here because I, I really do value your guys' input, and I feel like from an educational standpoint, we're going to get a lot accomplished in a short period of time with this podcast. So you said quality, you said variety, you said availability, and you said service, and all of those things equal value. I definitely want to get into and kind of breaking down each of those four pillars of this value concept, because, and, and anyone who's ever listened to any of my podcasts, watched any of my YouTube videos, any of the stuff on Twitter, LinkedIn, I'm always stressing value. I'm always stressing quality. I'm always stressing cheap does not equal good, <laughs> you know? And, right. and that's the thing. And, and you would think that plants are a commodity, like, but plants aren't a commodity. Plants are not televisions. Um, and I use this example all the time. If I buy a Samsung 50-inch television with the same SKU, whether I buy it from, you know, Walmart or BJ's or, you know, whoever the big box store is or I order it off of Amazon, if it's the same SKU, it's the same exact thing. Plant material, that is not true this, at all. And I, and I want to speak, I really want you guys to speak to that. So we're going to kick it over to Garth now and talk a little bit about what, Garth, what have you done recently to try and find that good quality plant material? Well, for me in the purchasing department, you know, um, one of our main goals is always to try and find, you know, just nice plant material. Um, I have a colleague, myself and I, Tommy and I, we actually scoured the country. Um, wow. We visited Tennessee, North Carolina, Ohio, Virginia, and even flew out to Oregon to continue to develop. The, the strongest thing for us in the, the purchasing process is to develop that strong relationship with the growers, 
to develop a trust with them, to see the product um, in the fields, to learn the different techniques that they are doing to ensure when that plant is shipped from them to us, that it is that true quality material. And it was important for us to really be out there in the fields and really get a handle on what's in, in a day and age for us in the nursery and the green industry, availability is very tough. And it's been very tough for many years in a row now. And so being out there, being all across the country, that's what helps us see the good material and kind of see what's out there. Um, because for me, my background, I was a residential landscape designer for 15 years. Um, I actually used to purchase from our nursery. So I've been the client for us here, and I know what they expect. And so that's my whole role as director of purchasing is to provide that same material for the end product for our contractors, ultimately for the homeowners. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is just invaluable information. I mean, and that's, that really strikes me as just mind-boggling. So, I mean, you, you, as a company, Country Springs, invested the money to send you and Tommy all over the country to look at these plants. You could very easily have just gone to, let's say, the Mant Show and found some other big growers. The Mant Show is a, a big show that's uh, held at the Baltimore Convention Center every year. Uh, and just said, okay, well, here's the cheapest guys. Here's who's, here's who's going to sell us the, you know, red sunset two-and-a-half-inch caliper Japanese maple for the cheapest price. We'll buy from them. But, but no, you invested in getting and finding that better material. Yes, I mean, I remember one of the tours out there in Oregon, you know, the owner of that nursery, he put it best when he, you know, we, we were out there during the week of the Far West show. Mm -hmm. And he put it in good perspective that you go to the trade shows and everybody's going to bring product that looks nice, um, that showcases in their booth. And he actually really appreciated and said that, you know, it was a lot, really smart to actually go and visit the nurseries themselves and see the fields, mm -hmm. see what's out there as right. opposed to the pretty little plant that's sitting right. in somebody's booth at a trade show. That's where you'll get the knowledge. Well, and we're committed to the long game, right. too. So, um, you know, a, a show like the Mant Show is great, and you might see what they have in production that's ready to ship this spring, and, and we know that we could have it this spring. But for us, like Garth said, it's a relationship game both with our suppliers and with our customers. So we want to make sure for the long run, we're developing the right relationships so that we're not only looking at plants for this spring or this fall, but even 2020 and beyond already. That's, that's excellent, excellent information. And it's important to think about that from a long game perspective. So let's, let's talk about that long game a little bit. So a lot of the people who are going to listen to this are consumers. You guys are a wholesale-only nursery, so you guys are selling to the contractors, to the landscapers, to you know the, the, the guys who are going to be actually putting the plants in the ground, potentially, for those consumers, for those homeowners. And you know, looking at that long term, for most people, their home is the largest single investment they will ever make. And the landscaping and the planting around that home is part of that investment. So better quality plant material means that it's not going to be one of those situations where, like when you paint 
Okay, when you paint, basically the best it ever looks is when you first put it on and then it goes down. Plants are different. Plants properly maintained that are from really, really good, um, you know, good rootstock, good, you know, well-developed um, plants, uh, properly installed plants. Three, five, seven, ten years later, your landscape should just be getting better if you choose the right, not only the right contractor, but if you if your contractor chooses the right nursery to purchase from. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And, and there's a lot of different sources out there, and, you know, Garth has seen those. I've seen those in my time, too, in touring. And, you know, you do find some growers that are, are more in that short game. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing is they're potting up plants, they're over-fertilizing them, and they're trying to get them to a certain sellable size very quickly. And right. a lot of that is what you see filtering through the box stores. Mm -hmm. And you just don't get the same quality. They're never shearing it back. They're mm -hmm. never trying to keep it tight. They're really not. They're going for a true sense of the word starter plant. Right. And, um, you know, a lot of the growers that we see, and, and Garth could talk more on it, um, you know, they're shearing things two to three times more often. Mm -hmm. Um so when, when you see the $12 plant at Home Depot and the $20 plant at a, at a re-wholesaler like us, mm -hmm. then you've got a whole year. And if you actually examine that plant and look, it's going to be thicker, the root system's going to be healthier. Mm -hmm. uh, when you transplant that as a contractor into the, the homeowner's property, right. the plant's going to be much more successful right. and it's actually going to grow a lot quicker. Right. And, and here's, here's a point that I want to make for the consumers out there. Because there's got to be somebody who's listening to this who's saying, well, how do I know where they bought the plants? Ask. Ask them. Make them prove to you that they've purchased from someone like you guys, Country Springs. Now, I mean, you guys obviously handle Maryland, D.C., Northern Virginia. But somebody who's in Arizona, Kentucky, who's listening to this, the same rules apply. You know, Absolutely. ask the contractor, who are you buying from? And if the contractor says, I'm buying from... Walmart, and there's nothing wrong with Walmart. I go to Walmart all the time, but it's a different. They they have a different quality of plant that they stock, and that's what it comes down to. And going to the money, and this is where I want to bring Julia in a little bit because Julia is always the one who I deal with when it comes to the money. <laughs> Julia is a little scary, but so I'm glad it's the podcast. I'm sitting like four or five feet away from her anyway, and I love Julia. Julia, here's here's my question for you. So. From, from, from your position as the administrative director, okay, when you're running the P&Ls, when you're going through the numbers, it would make sense kind of from a, just a novice perspective or the perspective of someone who's in any business to say, wow, I mean, if you can buy that plant for $18 instead of $20, your numbers are going to look better. Right. 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 Yeah. But you guys don't do that. And Rob just spoke to that. Right. I mean, it's more about the quality and the expectation of our customers, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I think our customers have a certain level, which is why they're not going to the box stores. Right. You know? Right. No, it, that's definitely true. I mean, that's, that is definitely true. And I mean, I've been in this industry for 30 years in this area. I know pretty much all the players of any significance. I mean, and, and not to say that a new startup guy isn't significant, just... I know the guys who are time-tested and the gals who are time-tested who've been around for a while. And none of the trustworthy contractors are buying from 
box stores right. for regular stuff. I mean, if it's annual flowers for a pot, they're dying this year anyway, so who cares? So that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about landscape plants. We're talking about long-term investment, value, quality. So let's break this down a little bit. So variety. Let's talk about variety. Who wants to talk about variety? Well, okay. I'll start off on that. Um, you know, it, it's another thing that, that Garth and Tommy do when, when they're out looking at, at nurseries. And um, we've got some great partners, and, and I'm really proud of that. And, and when I went to North Carolina this, this past summer with Tommy, uh, we, we actually had a grower just show us some trials that he was working on with one of the local universities. And none of that stuff is coming to market this year, but some of it may in years to come. And I like that we get those opportunities to see that and know that it's coming. Um, yeah, there's more and more trademark companies getting into the industry. Okay. And it's a good thing because um, they're investing some good money in, in trying some new things and um, you know, different color flowers on old shrubs and, yeah. and stuff like that that are, are very exciting. So we try not to jump in too early and too deep, right. but we do try to every year bring in a handful of new plants, mm -hmm. let contractors see it, touch it, feel it, right. maybe find a small bed or garden somewhere to put a couple in, right. monitor, you know, I know you go back to your jobs time after time, oh, yeah. check in on them, see how the performance is. Um, so that's what we can do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's our part of that is just offering it and, you know, making it available, which is kind of the next thing on the list. Right. And, and another thing, okay, so, so I think one thing that I'd like to add here along the, the lines of variety is, you know, from, from the perspective of a landscape architect or a landscape designer, um, it's no different than any other artist. You have a certain number of colors in your palette that you can paint with. And the more availability and the more, oh, the more variety, excuse me, that you have for that specific palette to utilize, to create this garden, to create this front um, foundation planting, to create, you know, whatever it is, uh, the, the, the more ability you have to create something that's really beautiful and more importantly, really sustainable, okay? And sustainability is a big, big deal. And we're gonna do certainly more than one of these um, episodes of the podcast talking about some different stuff. So I don't want to get too far off track today. But so we covered variety. So down to availability, I mean, you guys are growers also. So you don't just buy stuff from other nurseries. You also, and I know this for a fact because I purchased and purchased some really beautiful trees this year just not that long ago that you guys grew and my, my clients are thrilled. So, so from a perspective of that availability, what else do you guys do to make sure that availability is there? Well, we, we have a large network, yes. uh, and that's that's a big part of it. And, um, you know, like Garth pointed to, it's all across the country. So, you know, a certain certain plant may produce better in, in certain parts of the country. Sure. Um, and, yeah, you know, like you said, we do grow ourselves as well. And, you know, we're very proud of that, and, and that's been a longstanding tradition at Country Springs, and we're actually investing more in that effort this year right. as we speak. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's just, it's better for you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you speak to those mm -hmm. large spruce trees that you bought. Right. If nothing else, 
from a freight standpoint to ship trees like that from the Carolinas or right. or northern Pennsylvania or upstate New York, um, you know, can add a decent amount of money to to the overall cost. It can. So, you know, that's that's part of the value that we offer as well is right. is kind of earmarking those things, the higher sellers right. that we can do generally in a little bit of a larger size, mm-hmm. and if nothing else, save that freight money. And one of the things, so just speak directly to that job, because that was a very large, uh, I mean, those were 10-foot Norway spruce trees, and th- we had really narrowed it down. It That job had a lot of really, really major challenges involved as far as the erosion. I mean, obviously, 2018 in this area was the wettest year on record. There was a lot that went into that, other than the tree planting. This was, that was not a specifically aesthetic only job by any means the in, by any stretch of the imagination but I mean just the fact that it made me feel better that those trees were grown six miles away from the client's house you know and, and whether that's a real thing or not who knows but but it made me feel better I was like you know what guys Pat Ramona my client things they wouldn't mind me mentioning them um uh these trees were grown six miles from here so I feel a lot better plus with trees that size, there's always, the more that they're handled, there's an opportunity for them to be damaged. Right. So, you know, proper handling of that material is also very important, and we probably don't want to get into that today, but that's another Well, you thing. speak about availability. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, per- just in 2018 alone, we purchased from over 90 vendors. Okay. Um, you know, the trend that, that, especially the contractors have seen, is ever since the great recession in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember a couple of years back touring down the Carolinas and some growers telling us, you know, that 30% of the nurseries down there had been wiped out. Wow. Um, what we're seeing a lot, it's why Tommy and I went all across the country in a way this past year. What we're seeing a lot is the reason for the lack of availability is the growers that did survive that are a lot smaller than what they were. Mm-hmm. They're not letting the plant material grow bigger. You know, that's why you're seeing more of the two inch, the three inch caliber material. It's less and less out there because the growers don't want to get themselves. They can't afford to be caught in another great downturn. That's why you're seeing smaller in boxwoods. They're shipping them out. They're selling them before then turning them over as fast as they can Mm -hmm. because they know if they get stuck with product in another great downturn, that's going to be the end for them. And so for us on an availability perspective, it's why we're constantly searching and taking tours to continue to try and find the variety out there for our clients from many, many different areas of the country. Sure. I mean, that's, and it is harder, I can say definitively, it is harder to find just, as you guys said, that better plant material than it was 12, yes. 15 years ago. Much harder. Yes. Uh, and, and the fact that you all put that effort into it makes a huge difference. So let's get down to service, okay? Because service is important. Now, even though from a consumer standpoint, the consumer, the homeowner isn't coming in here, but if you guys don't provide good service to the contractor, the contractor can't provide good service to the homeowner. So what does service mean to you guys? And I'm gonna ask each of you, we're gonna start with Rob, and then we're gonna go to Garth, and then we're gonna go to Julia, because she's the most important person here. (laughs) Uh Well, I mean, I think it starts with with where I started, you know, the pride I have in the team that we've assembled here. And just all of the knowledge 
you know, up and down across mm -hmm. the whole spectrum of the landscape industry and the mm -hmm. nursery industry. Right. And we can relate to so many things. I, I've been the guy that's out on a job site with a crew that's already prepped the site mm -hmm. and the truck's not there yet. Mm -hmm. And then the truck shows up and it's missing a couple things mm -hmm. and, and all the challenges that, that contractors face on an everyday basis. Mm -hmm. um, so I can relate to those. We try to avoid mistakes that cost time and in the unfortunate, you know, examples of when it does happen, because it does, nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like we do a great job of reacting to it and getting on the right, right. track to fix it as, as quickly as possible. Excellent. Corey? For me, service, you know, it, it's really for us buying from trusted growers that if your installation is going to be on Monday, that your plant material arrives, there's no delays, and you've got everything you need ahead of your installation time right. for that end user. Um, on top of it, we've done a great job at both sites of training our yard staff. Um, we reject quality plant material. I, I'm not uh, afraid in a second to get on the phone with that grower that that right. truck's in our yard. Um, if something is not showing well in form, or as Rob has said, you know, the rooting's not very well, we'll reject it right there because sure. we don't want that material or even something that's that the plant doesn't look the best. Um, our yard staff is trained so well by us to essentially just reject it immediately and send it back to that grower. And so to me, it's just, it's continuing to provide that great service on quality plant material. Right. That's great. Julia. Well, I, I tend to agree with both of them, but you know, we offer a great delivery service. We have six drivers. We start at any time of the morning and try to do three, four runs a day. So we're very accommodating to our customer mm -hmm. when they need it. Again, like Rob said, things happen, but we're pretty conscious of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing that you mentioned is homeowners can't come out here, but homeowners can come out here with their contractor. Okay. And they can handpick their plant material. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying um, that. They yeah. can't come out by themselves because sure. they need someone that's of knowledgeable, course. but uh, right. they for are more than welcome. Liability reasons, too. Well, it's yeah. Just a so we and we're conscious not to share the pricing Correct. the contractor gets because the contractor Justice. deserves a good markup for, for their time yeah. and what they put yeah. into it. Now, I'm not shy. You know me. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. exactly what I'm paying yeah. for it and what they're paying right. and why. But, but, but a lot of yeah. people are sensitive yeah. to that, right. and, and yeah. so we are too. And, yeah. you know, we point things out and send right. people in the right direction. And, right. Um, you know, some very successful contractors yeah. have upsold jobs. Of course. Drastically. They might have a... A master plan, you right. know, some kind of game plan in mm -hmm. place, and then they bring a homeowner out here and and they, they see, see the twice as big, yeah, tree the than huge the green giants, like, well, why can't or, I do that? or whatever. And next thing yeah. you know, yeah. they're sitting in this very room yeah. redoing it, and, right? Well, and, and on a landscape, especially like a two dimensional, like a CAD style drawing of a landscape plan, when you're looking at that and it specifies a, you know, an eight to ten foot Norway spruce, like we said, it's very hard to actually picture in your mind what does an 8 to 10 foot Norway spruce actually look like when you're standing out here in front of it you're going oh my god that's why I'm paying for that right and you're when you buy bigger plant material you're paying for years of nursery growth absolutely so that's what you're paying for you're not just paying oh it's bigger so it costs no you're paying for the grower to tend to that specific tree shrub what have what have you 
for that extended period of time so that that, um, you know, that tree or shrub is healthy at that maturity. And then let's talk real quick because I, don't, I won't, don't want to keep you guys much longer and I think we really covered this topic well. As far as different like industry um, designations, what different, um, what different uh, groups do you belong to as far as like the Maryland plant, what, 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 what association? The MNLA, MNLA um, LCA, mm-hmm. um, PGMS, PGMS okay. NVNLA, mm-hmm. uh, and we, we try to be very involved with as much as we can. We have a great relationship with the, mm-hmm. the Maryland Extension Service, Great. who yeah. does a ton of research, and, and Virginia also. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a ton of research. Uh, we actually work with them uh, on a yearly basis in making sure that we're staying up with best practices of course. on how to store plant material. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just making sure we stay very well educated. Right. Every year there's new pests and diseases it's and true. fungus and, you you know, men mentioned the uh the wettest year on record and um unfortunately you know some of our relationships some of our sources were affected terribly by hurricane florence this past year Mm -hmm. that went right through north carolina which is the heart of the east coast growing region um so it's it's been a tough year in that aspect and staying up on all of the things to look for is, is very important to us so we we develop great relationships and maintain them with all of the organizations that share that right. that information with us. And and just a couple things I want to see, say here before I let you do a little bit of additional shameless promotion. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we, we also, you know, our, our company also belongs to the MNLA. We also are being involved with those organizations, with those associations. Um, that affiliation comes with, some responsibilities. They don't just let anybody join, and you're also, um, as a contractor or a grower or a wholesale or wholesale nursery, I mean, you're basically making a promise that you are going to provide a certain level of quality. Absolutely. Yeah. Quality, and we also contribute, you know, we, we do have an IPM person mm-hmm. on staff, and, What's that? What's IPM for? Uh, integrated Pest Management. Okay. And like I said, I mean, there's new bugs every year. Yes, there are. Um, you know, we've been mentioned in the Extension Service Weekly Letter because we found mm-hmm. an odd bug, which I got to be honest with you, I don't even remember what it what it was called. Okay. But um, yeah, they did take a picture of it and mm-hmm. included it. It's, it was a non-threat, which was a good thing for us. Right. Um, but you know, we contribute to those. We don't right. just take the information we try to offer up anything that we see and mm-hmm. you know, we, we work with the department of ag you know closely <coughs> mm-hmm. allow yeah. them to come out make sure our plant right. material is healthy you know get mm-hmm. a clean bill of health all the time they bring interns out yeah. you know right. and, and do samples and, cool. and training here on our property which it's exciting to to be a part of that you know because it really is a great industry yeah. and it's it's hard to get some of the younger generation to understand how much fulfillment you can get out of it. Right. So for and us Julie, to be able... Julie is helping with that. Well, she, she is. Younger. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> much, much younger than um, we are. Yes, much But much. yeah, for us to be able to offer those opportunities that they can bring out interns that maybe are kicking the tires on whether or not right. they want to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it's it's funny. I mean, they come in, they're smiling, they're excited, yeah. they like the day in the nursery, awesome. and, and they're getting some great training. Um, so obviously, we're going to continue doing those things, and yeah. we're always looking for the next way sure. that we can help in that regard. You know, whether it be seasoned professionals that have been in the game for a long time, or the younger generation that right. that we need, you know, to continue this. Mm-hmm. You know, to continue this industry and yeah. and help people with those investments, right. you know, very wisely. Right. Because um, landscaping is a huge investment it that is. goes over it is overseen right. too often. And it's also an investment that can solve problems. I mean, the the proper plant material installed in a wet area can dry an area out. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, that's just one of a million examples. But right. yeah, I mean, so if you're working with a professional contractor, if you're working with a landscape architect, a landscape designer, I mean, th- ask those questions. Ask who they're buying the plants from. Ask if they're putting a specific plant in a specific location, why they chose that plant. Don't be afraid to ask. If you're sitting at the table, and I don't care, this is, I am speaking as a homeowner here who just happens to know a hell of a lot about this. <laughs> if you're sitting at the table with a contractor, I don't care what kind of contractor it is, and you ask them a question and they get the, uh, uh, mm, uh, e, uh can I use your restroom? Throw them out, okay? <laughs> Seriously, throw them out because cause there's no reason. I, you should be just, your contractor should be excited about your project. Your contractor should be happy to be working with you and happy to solve your problem. There's a lot of great guys in this and gals in this industry. More great gals than guys. That's just my personal opinion. But anyway, but so, so listen, we are at the time where it is shameless promotion time. That's joyous. Joyous. Shameless promotion. Country Springs Springs Wholesale Nursery. What is your website? Please say it and spell it out. www.countryspringswholesale.com Okay. You want me to spell it? Please. www.countrysprings.com W-H-O-L-E-S-A-L-E dot com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're all over the place. There's specials. There's promotions. Bring your homeowners out. Come check out our great plant material this spring. And I would really encourage uh, anybody who hears this who's interested to do that. Great people here. Great locations, both, um, you know, both here in Maryland and Virginia. So it's time for us to sign off for now. Again, this was this is Kevin Moore, your host of Outdoor Living with the Pros. If you want to reach out to me personally, uh, please, you, okay, A, Twitter is, the, is an easy way to get a hold of me. I am at Kevin Carroll Land, at K-E-V-I-N-C-A-R-R-O. L L L A N. That's right. Three L's. <laughs> LinkedIn. Kevin Moore. Um, I am the guy with the beautiful young wife in the <laughs> profile pic, and uh, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, on YouTube, uh, you can certainly check out our vid- videos. Uh, just search for Carol Landscaping Inc. And of course, our website. Carol, which is again C A R R O L L dash landscaping, L A N D S C A P I N G dot com. 
feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions and also feel free to reach out to me. What I would really love is for someone to give me some suggestions for future podcasts, stuff that they would like to hear. So, you know, Rob, Garth, Julia, thank you so much. Have a great day and we'll be back soon.